Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. So this is To Him Who Overcomes episode 5. And that what means we're dealing with the Sardis Church, the fifth church in the book of Revelation. However, you've heard me talk about this church a lot in this podcast catalog because I usually reference it. We struggle with what they struggle with in the church a lot. Louisiana, you have the same type of anointing as this church so that would be really important for you to go and look and dig and delve into Florida. You are another one. Missouri, you are another one. And there's so much more. If you are um, uh, the continent of Africa, Japan and the state of, um, excuse me, the city of Tokyo, you also might want to pay attention to the Sardis Church. And again, there are many more. So we're going to do something different. Actually, each one has been different of these, uh, except maybe episodes one and two of To Him Who Overcomes. We're not going to review the fifth church because you've heard me talk about this church a lot. This church was full of religion, but even worse than religion, it was full of hypocrisy. I have been reviewing and revisiting some things that I did in the past as far as episodes. Earlier last year, January, actually throughout all January, I did a segment called 31 Days of Wisdom from Proverbs. And Proverbs is filled with verses that state, God loathes and detests hypocrisy. The Sardis Church was filled with hypocrisy. You see, pay attention to the rebukes. Now, a lot of people don't want to look at that. You just want to look at what was blessed and commended. And that's good. He did bless those churches. He commended all of them. All five churches that received rebukes. He commended them. But let me tell you something about a rebuke. A rebuke is. It's a public, harsh, stern talking to. But it's also correction. And here's what we don't often understand about correction. Correction is given to us so it can be corrected. It's pointing something out that needs to be corrected. And corrected means get on the right appropriate path, not the one you're currently on or have been taking. Correct it. That's what Yeshua was saying to all the five churches that received corrections. Now, they weren't just mere corrections. I want to add that they were rebukes. Rebukes are higher. Understand rebuke. Demons were rebuked. Satan was rebuked. Uh, John and James and Peter were rebuked for the spirits they were entertaining, had attached themselves, had been after them and or were in. So rebukes are more than just corrections. However, they are corrections. They can be corrected. So as the Lord is passing by all of us, as the Lord is surveying each and every heart, each and every state, each and every province, each and every country, every continent, as he's surveying us, I just want to exhort you. Get it out. Get the hypocrisy out. Get the religion out. Get the good works and the white tombs and whitewashed and the white teeth and the white door and the wreaths and all the nice celebrations that we do as celebratory times. 
Get these things away from us and get into the hardiness of the pursuit with God. Here's your word. Jacob had to overcome religion. You see, Jacob thought that he was good because of his father and his father's father. He thought he was good because of his bloodline. He thought he was good because everywhere he went, he amassed something and could produce and generate more. He thought he was good. Well, there was something else resident besides complacency and religiosity or a form of godliness in Jacob. What else was resident within him was, oh, but I want more. I want more. This capitalist nature, this gluttonous or greedy, rather, nature. And two, this nature that says, well, it's all good here on earth, but he wasn't thinking heavenward. He wasn't thinking heavenward. He was thinking just in earth until he ran into that gate, that portal, that door, Bethel. And he saw in the spirit what was occurring in the realms here in earth. Now, did you pick that up? And he wrestled with the angel of the Lord. And that wrestling wasn't just about a victory for Jacob, like, I want this, I want that. That wrestling was to get that stinginess, that finessing spirit, that form of godliness, that gluttonous nature, that that covers and shadows the truth because it blinds us. It makes us think that our clothes are nice and neat when they're filled with holes and they need to be ironed and taken care of. That's what the angel of the Lord was trying to give Jacob. And they wrestled and wrestled and wrestled until Jacob finally got it. The revelation. Oh, you see his saying that I'm not going to let go until you bless me was not about natural blessing solely. It was about natural blessing, but it wasn't about natural blessing solely. God had to put in Jacob that your blessing is beyond you, Jacob, just as it was your father, Isaac, and your grandfather, Abraham. It's beyond you and it's beyond this world. In fact, I am showing you into the realms in your realm that there is more and you have to think about more and also have to think about the amassing in the realm where you will lay down your crowns before me. Ooh, this is the same thing he was saying to the Sardis church. So that's why I'm connecting Jacob. This is what he's saying to us all today, because we have a heavy form of religion and we have a heavy form of hypocrisy. We say one thing, but behind closed doors, it's two things, two shades opposite of that. And God is saying it is time out. I have visited not I am visiting because he's visited. He's been visiting us. It's not that he's necessarily done or won't visit again, but I like to call it more surveying. He's surveyed us like a surveyor. There's actually a scripture that talks about in the lines from a prophet, a minor prophet that calls God a surveyor and aligns it with the plumb line. He has surveyed us. 
And now we wait for the reports. I pray all of our reports are favorable, but we'll see. Sardis wasn't. But if your report isn't favorable, it can be corrected. Amen. Receive the correction. That's for all of us, including me. Lord, we want to receive that that you're saying to us. We want to get back on the paths that you have for us, that leads us back to you and brings others with us and unlocks and releases the generational anointing of blessings for the future, for the current, and bring them back from the past for the ones now and in the future. God, we want to see the heavenly hosts in the spirit on our side helping, aiding, doing things you've commissioned them to do. That's what we need this hour, Lord God. Above riches, above a bloodline, above a name, above what any of our predecessors have done, above anything that is coming out of our mouths now, we say we need and want and pursue you. It was about faith, true faith, pure faith, undefiled faith that God wanted Jacob to have. And I am here to tell you to the Sardis church, it was the same thing. So let me close with this. God, that you would fill us, fill your sons and your daughters this hour, fill us with faith so that we will overcome. And your word tells us that when we overcome, you will give us such dazzling clothing that can be worn by no one else. And it will not be a form of godliness. We will not be blinded or disillusioned that we are clothed nicely when we're in rags with holes. But you will elegantly, exquisitely, superbly give us a garment that is unmatched, unrivaled, and not given to anything or anyone else as we overcome hypocrisy in religion. Lord, we want that. We want to care for, tend to, tend to look after that which you call us. We want to intercede. We want the fire on the altar of our hearts to burn, 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 burn like a furnace, burn like an incendiary. We need this, God, would you help us? Holy Spirit, we will overcome. The just shall live by faith, saith the Lord. Blessings.